I'm Natalia Loback, and this is Change Course. New Year, same you. I'm sure that you have been bombarded over the past few weeks with messaging around self-improvement, New Year's resolutions, losing weight, eating healthy, a full personal renovation. But the truth is that really, new year, new you, it doesn't always stick. Welcome back to the Change Course Podcast. I can't believe it. We are on season two. And this has been such an interesting journey over the past year and season one. I'm really looking forward to bringing you even more amazing change content over the next year in 2023. We took a bit of a break over the holiday to rest and recharge and just to ensure that when we came back and when I came back that I had the right energy and the right ideas to bring to you so that your experience listening to this podcast is a positive one and that my hope is that you can take something away from it each time that you listen. So we'll do that every six months or so just to ensure that there is time to rest, recharge, plan really amazing content. So you can expect that for the next little while, we'll be back to our regular schedule and regular programming, but that there will be periods of break over usually uh, winter holidays and then also summer holidays. And maybe it'll give you a chance to catch up too if you've fallen behind. New year, same you. Honestly, sometimes I have to turn off all of social media and a lot of the external stimuli during this time of the year because I find that getting getting bombarded with all this messaging about new year, new you, self-renovation, all of these things is very counterproductive. We all know that we start off January 1st with the best of intentions. And for those of you who've gone through the New Year's resolution cycle, the I'm going to go to the gym every day cycle, all of that, I'm going to only eat leaves for the next month. All of those things we know by the time we reach January 24th, which has been coined the most depressing day of the year for good reason. We've given up on our New Year's resolutions. We've received our bills for Christmas and the holiday period in the mail, and we are struck in the face with the reality of, you know, it really is difficult to make change happen. So the point of this podcast 
today is to really encourage you to be kind to yourself, but also to think about how we change. And if you've been through the cycle of, I'm going to make a whole bunch of changes in my life. These are all of my resolutions. This is how I'm going to be different. And maybe you're finding yourself by the third week of January, maybe reverting back to the new year, same you. It's actually okay. And this can all be part of how we learn and how we learn to change. One of the things that I started in 2022 was a goal setting exercise. And personally for my business and and for my personal life, what I have found helpful is to look at the goals, break them down, talk about what actually needs to happen to make that goal achievable. And then I review them quarterly and I actually have a whiteboard in my office. I spend most of my time when I'm working in my office and the goals are right on the whiteboard. I don't erase them. I make sure that I'm looking at them and revisiting them on a regular basis. And in 2022, I was able to achieve the three goals. And, you know, honestly, let's be honest, I didn't make 15 goals. I made three and I was able to achieve them. But these weren't small things. These were things that took commitment and work and steady constant pressure, um, you know, foot on the gas, constantly working towards them. But instead of feeling like I was running a race, what I really felt like I was doing was cultivating a garden. And that's really how I think about change more than running a race. And in the show notes, I've included a couple pictures of my garden As of January 10th this year, we've had a bit of a warm winter here in the Northeast, but as of January 10th, I was still harvesting beautiful lacinato kale out of my covered garden. So I have a small raised garden bed that has a thermal cover on it. And in May of last year, I planted kale seeds in a small planter. And over the summer, I ensured that they had good water, that I took care of them, that I fertilized the ground. And then as we got towards the really hot part of the summer, I ensured that my kale, which is a cool weather crop, it doesn't really like the hot weather, but I ensured that it was in a shady place, that it was kept from the most punishing rays of the sun during midday of July and August. And the kale thrived and it survived. And as we moved into the cooler months, I took it and I put it inside my covered garden. And as of January, I'm still able to harvest some beautiful kale. And that's really how change works. There is a component of time. There is a component of constant cultivation. It's more like farming than it is like running a race. So I'll leave that with you to think about. 
One of the major goals that I had this year was launching Connected Change, which I achieved. I also just received great news that my U.S. trademark for Connected Change has come in. So this was something that took a considerable amount of investment and time and cultivation over the year. But now, nine months later, you can see the results of that. So, you know, that's really, when we think about change, that's what we need to be thinking about. The other piece that I often go back to is, of course, that most important work by James Clear, Atomic Habits. And I'll link the book again. It's an incredible read. If you haven't read it, it's worth a read, especially if you've maybe dropped off on some of those New Year's resolutions and you really want to, uh, you know, pick up again or, you know, maybe still work on those goals or those aspirations that you have. And the key thing that I learned, or one of the key things that I learned from that book is about systems. So what are all of the things around that goal, that change that are either going to support you for success or support you for failure. One of the funniest examples that I have of that is all of the, you know, New Year's resolution. It's like, I'm going to get up at 6am and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to do my stuff. And after about two weeks, if you're not a morning person, if you don't normally get up at 6am, if you are going to a new place. It's a lot of new stuff that you have to adjust to, and it's really hard to keep going. And of course, you're going to fall off the wagon. Our brains are not designed for change. We love homeostasis. Oh gosh, go back to those episodes in season one. We love homeostasis. So if your homeostasis over the holidays has been, you know, becoming one with your couch, which is totally fine. Nothing wrong with that. It's actually good to rest. But, you know, if you're trying to change that habit, think about the system that supports it or think about how you need to support yourself to be successful and what things you need to change also to prevent failure. And so that's why by the third week of January, the gym's back to being empty again. It's it's okay. Um, for those who do go on a regular basis, uh, it starts to get a little bit easier again. But it's because we're trying to do too many things at once. It's too many new things at once. And so if you really want to make a change, you've got to look at time, the long tail, that long investment, and then also looking at how you're building those habits and how you're building those systems. What are the systems and what are the things that are supporting you? The same is true for organizational change. It takes time to, as some people say, bed that change down. It takes time and cultivation and looking at barriers and enablers and constantly evaluating the system to see what is supporting and what is not supporting the change that we desire. So much of connected change focuses on the systems that we are looking to change. And this is one of the reasons why connected change 
is so successful because we look at the system and we look at the components of that system that are going to either support or destroy the change you're seeking to make. So as you go into the new year, it is a new year, but you are still the same you and that is okay. Think about how your experience going through this period can inform your empathy and your approach to making change happen in your workplace, in community, in the various places that you show up and serve. I hope this has been helpful and I encourage you to continue on that path of change, continue on finding ways to make change happen in your own life and also in the places that we serve and show up in. And I hope that over 2023, instead of having a big bang, new year, new you, that you see that new change in yourself or in the places you are trying to impact emerge over time so that by the end of 2023, you can really look back and say, yes, we have changed. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, I invite you to like, share, rate, and subscribe because it helps others find us. Change Course is brought to you by Chart House Advisory Services and ConnectedChange.com. Our music is Levity by Emily Clausen. Show notes have moved. We're now at ConnectedChange.com. So visit us there under the Change Course podcast page, and you'll find a list of all the resources that I've mentioned here today. While you're visiting us, sign up for the Change Navigator newsletter. You'll keep on top of all things change. And every month we are sharing exclusive content and resources only with our subscribers. So don't miss out. Sign up at connectedchange.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's never too late to change course.